coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast for two brothers coming together to catch up. I'm Sal Biasi. With me, as always, is my brother. I yawned. My name's Frankie. <laughs> Whoops. I wanted to start this episode by saying a, a, by getting some apologies out of the way. So the first people group of people I want to apologize to are Democrats. No, fuck them. No, seriously. No, I want to do this because. Okay, all right, I'll let you go. Be nice to the Democrats. No, I'm not being that. I'm just apologizing because, like, every week we have this podcast and we always talk about certain things and. I like having this podcast because it gives us a chance to go over things that we don't know, like and remind ourselves of things that we don't know. And a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, we had an episode and we were talking about how Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are trying their hardest to keep any sort of momentum that was building behind the Republicans from manifesting like they really wanted to lose. And I feel like they lost, right? Like the Republicans really didn't win the midterm elections. And so... Congrats to Democrats, because I can't help but sit here and say, just based on the results of the elections, they're popular, and people want their policies and their government. So I, so again, we're just proven wrong, as we always are, in reality. So apologies. Because I say things that, obviously, as someone who's wrong, I probably shouldn't be saying. Maybe the bigger man. Okay. Told you, Democrats are better. Second thing I want to, second group of people I want to apologize to are the conservatives and the Republicans, like actual Republicans, because as much as I voted for Trump and was an ally of Republicans, like I never really felt like a Republican, and I know today, like I'm definitely not a Republican, especially based on the Republicans that are out there and what they say. So like, I want to apologize to them because I feel like I used their movement in order to advance my personal goals of destabilizing our democracy and undermining our constitution and like radicalizing our population and that was unfair because they're really people who just want lower taxes and less crime less regulation less regulation yeah and they don't really care about the overt corruption of the very institutions that control all that's why they're my least favorite of all the people (laughs) sorry so I want to apologize to them and the last group of people I wanted to apologize to is anyone who's ever listened to this podcast for any minute and assume that we know what we're talking about at all. Because obviously, we're the, the biggest assholes of anyone. Because we sat here and said, the elections are rigged. The same shit's going to No one fixed the rigged elections. They've been happening over and over and over again forever. And mm-hmm. here we are going into like a really important election after they've happened the worst ever and nothing's been done. So it's probably just going to happen again. Yep. And it's happened again, and I went into the election, and then all through election night thinking it wasn't going to happen again. Yeah, egg on your face. (laughs) What an idiot you are. And here they are on a Friday night calling the most important elections, like, at 11 o'clock. So here's my thing. I've been seeing it all over Twitter. Just people crying about it. Uh, what'd you think? Like, (laughs) no, seriously. What'd you think? Did you see what happened in Florida? Did you see? Because... DeSantis was the only guy with balls who went after what happened. And he said, I'm not going to allow that to happen. We're going to have a fair election. This election went pretty smoothly. Not only did it go smoothly, Florida was wildly, wildly red. So, like, you can you can come out. Like, and this is why I was actually talking about this last night with uh, about DeSantis and Trump and how much I hate it and I think it's so stupid. 
Um, but like Trump can say all he wants about, oh, I should have won. My election was rigged. Dude, you didn't do shit about it. You should. I, I don't know what you should have done, what you could have done. I don't know what they can but do. But at the end of the day, you went away and took your L. You shouldn't have done that. You should have fought harder. You should have caused a scene. You should have just become a dictator and not let... I don't care what it is. What you shouldn't have done is, like, if, if this is what you really believed... I'm not saying it's true or not, but if that's what you really believed, you don't just accept it. You don't hand them power, because they're not... I don't know how you ever get it back. You're never getting it back. Into, the, like, the, into like the real conservatives, like, like, like the old GOP, like the grand old party. You guys are fucking so screwed. <laughs> I know. Like, your only chance was because of people like me. Yeah. I didn't without show up Trump, for you. Without Trump or a unifying message like what Trump had in terms of undermining so, like, the establishment of power, there is no movement. So, I mean, like, have fun just sucking the tea of the Democrats forever. Because, like, that's what... And, and by the way, that, that's actually wrong. Like, it, it won't be forever. They will get power back. I do think at some point, the Democrats are, are playing with a can they are holding a match that is burning on both ends furiously. They can cheat all they want. But at the end of the day, at some point, I hope, people are gonna stop voting for them. You they keep they keep acting like they're not in power. You have to stop you. Because my solu- I have a sol- I actually had the solution because that was gonna be my next thing, and you just completely went against my whole plan there is a solution to this problem because i always said the solution is we can't vote anymore like if we just stop showing up like if one year there was just 30 percent of the people voting voted, for democrats just stop voting at all like if yeah. just no one showed up yeah yeah sure but the answer really is we need to go out and force and vote for democrats that's what i, I said that a couple weeks ago you're right i, I think i think that's what we have to do I said it. You were like, because you were like, I'm gonna vote, and I was like, I'm gonna, yeah, sure, I'll vote to, I'm gonna vote for Democrats. <laughs> I told Amanda I was gonna do that. I was I like, I'm just should. gonna vote for Democrats. She's right, like, why? Everyone go out. I was like, to prove a point. They I know right. that sounds. They win. I want to. I want to know what it feels stop like. Stop talking about politics. I want to know what it feels like. To politics like, are over. Listen, we're all Democrats 2016. Now. In hindsight, yeah, it's really funny because we've had this podcast for a long time now, and we got to live. I mean, we... 2016 was a, cha- a turning point for everybody. I feel like, yeah, definitely. But for me and you in particular, like, what it did to us from, like, the whole run-up in 2015 with Bernie and first Hillary and then Bernie's out and then it's like, well, we hate Trump. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's go Trump. Let's burn it all down. It's being like, you know what? Forget burn it all down. Like, we actually kind of like Trump. We could win this. So, like, what happened in 2016... I think, now this is just me coming up with this on the spot. I haven't given this any thought. Trump has had to be controlled opposition to solidify their power. It, the whole, like you always say, like the whole thing was, like, like it's a play. Yeah. Yeah, it was a play. You were fooled. Like yeah. the play was, we're going to, they didn't, the Democrats don't like Hillary. They never wanted Hillary to win. They're like, we're going to get Trump to win. And it's going to just, it's going to give us all the power we're ever going to need because we're going to build him up as this big boogeyman who's not going to do shit. Because you know what he did, Sal? What did he do over his four years? We've talked about this exact thing before. We've said this exact thing before. So, And I think as time goes on, we're going to find out how true that is. But honestly, like, it's not an unreasonable conclusion to come to. Like, what, 
everything that's happening now could have just happened. And now, and now, by the way, speaking of that, like we can go further to right now. Um, you know who loves Trump and DeSantis fighting? The Democrats. That's yep. only good for them. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Trump. He ruined everything. Well, no, I mean, Trump made DeSantis. So, like, in a world without Trump in the GOP, like, what is the GOP today? Like, there is, I don't know. Like, the GOP is, like, the, G- um, the GOP is dead. Like, the future... The GOP is dead now. The future was of dead the, before. The future of the party is, like, DeSantis, but... But that's what I'm saying, like... There's only, like, six guys DeSantis like is only popular in Florida and has only created his brand because of his relationship with Trump in Trump's term in office. I don't think so. It is, absolutely. I mean, I think, I think there's a lot... Him, lo- Matt Gates, they were, the, they were yes. Trump's big, closest yes. allies. Yes. Trump put him in Florida. But what Trump I think... Trump tapped him to run for governor. But what I think... Yes, 100%, you're right. But also... DeSantis is great on his own. Yes, he needed Trump. A great politician. He needed Trump. Yes, to become governor. Doesn't need him now. Maybe that doesn't matter though. My only point is that DeSantis in a world without Trump isn't governor of Florida right now. Yeah, probably not. But like, Gillum is. Gillum wins that election in a world without Trump. Florida's blue. Texas is blue. Already. I can't believe I moved away from Florida. We live in a part of New Jersey that's red enough, though. I mean, the Republicans swept every local <laughs> election in in Monmouth but County. I don't know what happened in Ocean County, but I was looking at the Monmouth County. In fact, the only district that didn't go red is the district I live in. Wow. But think about it. Every, every single state like that, like Michigan, I think Minnesota, I think North Carolina, like all these states in their local elections and their municipalities all went red. Arizona, like, most of these little local elections are red, except for, like, the races that are now called for Democrats. Uh, listen, I it just can't be stated enough how much I hate everything about today's political landscape. Yes. Oh, well, that brings me to my last apology. So my last apology is to, um, is to, like... I guess, like, American voters, because I... There's nothing you could ever do now to convince me to ever vote. again. Well, I might vote. But that the elections are actually legitimate. There might be ways in which you could argue their legitimacy, but I don't think you could ever convince me that on a large scale, when it comes to power and control of this country, that we have any say over what happens. I just don't like being gaslit, right? And I gaslit became such a popular term over the last few years, but I mean it in the ter- in the sense of like, don't fucking tell me Democrats, this is always how elections work because you know that's not true. I don't care that you cheat and win. I really don't. It doesn't. It truly. I am so over it. Go cheat. Go win every election. If it matters to you it so doesn't much matter. Joe Biden keep is taking president, these, keep taking these young NBA. fucking idiots with their dyed hair who keep voting for you, and then they just keep spouting the same shit that the vote for Democrat is a vote for love and against racism. Shut the fuck up. It's ridiculous. It's garbage. I legitimately think... Honestly, wait. 
if I ever beat someone to death with a two by four, it'll be because they came up to me and told me that they voted for a Democrat because they wanted to combat racism. Yeah, no, I, that it, would be why. It drives me crazy. <laughs> like, like, tell shit. me, tell me, you're voting for Democrats because you're a progressive liberal who wants better, better conditions for the working class, yeah. who wants higher wages. I tell you, wants, you're wrong and an idiot. And I would tell you that's not the way to do it. But you know what? That's progressivism. Good, fine, yeah. That's where I come from. Sure. Don't tell me it's because you care about trans people and gay people and race and and you want to stop racism because it is nothing to do with red you. versus blue. It drives. I've never heard anyone. So nuts, parody. Sal. Sal drives me so nuts. I can't I take it. No, anymore. I believe this it. is why I, I am detached. I agree because it has nothing to do with anything. I don't even know what I was saying. I know, but that's what it makes you put you in that mindset. Like, wait, what was I talking about? What was I even going? I was trying to make a point, and then you I went off on it. These are all good points. <sighs> no, but I agree hundred percent. Oh yeah. So don't gaslight me though. Yeah. After all that, don't be like. Well, they, no. no, of course Katie Hobbs would win this the This is how elections work. We, do, we stop counting votes, and we figure it out weeks later. No, 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 no. <laughs> never. We have to look for all the votes. Ne- that's never happened. Because we know there's a pile of Republican votes over there that we don't want to count till the end, so hold on. And my favorite part, my favorite part of this year was like, in 2020, they had the COVID yeah. And the, the mail-ins. Yeah. So they could use that. And the election was not going their way, and they were able to stop the count, and so whatever. Was there a foul play? Maybe. Maybe not. We'll never truly... Now they just made it normal that things we'll never stop and up. then go... No, no, no. But even more than that, the genius. They were just... Hey, you know what we could do now? We just tell them what we're going to do, but we just... So come out before the election happens, where all the projections are, you're going to get killed. Yeah. And come out and be like, yeah, we see the numbers, but listen, I just don't believe anything you see on election day. You just got to wait. You just got to wait. We won't know until we know. Just wait it out. Jen Psaki tweets, I know it's going to look bad in the beginning, but you just got the Democrat votes will come in. They told you see, what they were going to do, and they did it. The Carrie Lake thing is so frustrating, too, because, she, of course, like, polls are always the most accurate thing in the world, except for when they're not the most accurate thing in the world. Then you can never trust the polls. And also, hey, in this instance where the polls say Carrie Lake is ahead, she's we're going to count the Democrat votes first somehow. So the Democrat votes all come in. Carrie Lake then starts to creep up, and the vote count stops right when you know she's going to pass. And they're never going to let her pass. They're going to keep counting her votes with fucking votes they shit out. They literally shit out blank ballots. The machines mark the ballots. The machines mark blank ballots. They have enough names of people who've been on voter rolls since 1800. To then put a blank ballot in the machine and print out a vote that looks legitimate on the paper trail. So yeah, of course, 20 million people voted in Arizona this year for all legal votes, fucker! What are you going to do about it? Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's really just genius. It's really great, though. You have to give them credit. Like, wait, why have we been losing elections this whole time? We could just stop, wait and see how many votes we need, and then make them... But here's what I don't like the most, like, because what I don't like about it is that I, like, I just like Carrie Lake uh, personally, 
I just think her story's cool. Yeah. I think she'd make a good governor, but what do I know? I'm not in Arizona. But I don't like the notion that they're trying so hard to prevent people from winning. Like, well, look at the people that they try their hard, right? Like, there are plenty of, of races that, like, well, they, they went, didn't put any effort they into... They the governor of Nevada, who hates Trump, win. Yes, of course. The senator who loves Trump loses. Yep. You fuckers. <laughs> Listen, it's... It really is just, like, the old saying for me. Like, in my opinion. Like, all I look at it as is the old saying of, don't piss on my fi- on my head and tell me it's raining. Yeah. I We know. We know what you're doing. But that's why the conservatives and the Democrats drive me nuts. Because conservatives are like, well, we just have to get out the vote and change oh. our messaging. It's like a little nicer. It's like your messaging doesn't matter. Because no one Democrats, likes your fucking policies. The Democrats' messaging is awful. And maybe that's maybe that's just it my really wrong is. opinion. Yeah. Maybe no, maybe I think it's it's awful. But like I really don't can't fathom how if you're just like a legitimate independent on the fence person, how you look at a Democrat's messaging and go, Oh, I believe it. because if you live in the real world They only get the votes of people who don't speak English or who haven't graduated high school yet. Like, do you not understand? No, but ser- wait, hold on. Seriously though. Think about it. If you live in the real world, me and you live in the real world, in a, in a we do, we work, we interact with people. Yeah. This fight for democracy, this fight for racism <laughs> and inclusivity, does it ha- ever come into play in your normal life? No. Okay, so imagine if you didn't have the political opinions that you currently hold. Yeah. You were just the same person, but you were a staunch on the fence, I just vote each year depending on... The policies and the messaging that is delivered to me. Who the fuck is looking at the Democrats going, you're not, there's no way you are going, you know what, I should vote for those LGBTQ rights because that clearly is is a huge issue in well, this people, world that you, it. People who vote for, uh, you know, who like to abort babies, which is fine. So crazy. So whatever. I don't care. It's, I don't even want to talk about it. Anymore. I'm like, I'm so done. Like, I'm so done. I'm so tired of it. Like, what's the point? Why do we well, even talk about it anymore? Well, that's where I'm at, too. Like, I just... I, I don't want to even consider the people... We've been... We've said it for so long. That's why we have the podcast. Like, we need to unify against the ruling class. The ruling class is all the politicians. If you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you believe that the electoral process is the way to do that, cool. If you don't understand that we're being run by the literal... Like, pedophiles... Like, look at this FTX scandal, dude. Do you see all the stuff that's being coming out that yeah, looks FTX like it's, it looks like it's connected crazy. to Epstein and shit? It's crazy. So, like, hey, guess what, man? It's always there. So, if you think that electing pedophiles in and out of office... And look, I don't even want to accuse anyone of anything. So, if you think electing corrupt people, if you think electing politicians is how you get improve the lives of us... We all need to unify against the idea that we don't want to die in a nuclear blast. We need to unite around the idea that we don't want to kill our offspring. We need to unite around the idea that we need clean water and air and that we shouldn't have to work until we're dying and dying of all sorts of things like natural, like heart disease and blood clots and tumors in your brain at like 40. You got to make sure that we're, our lives, our lifespans are getting longer 
along with the lifespans of our billionaire class and not just like in some separate realm of we're some rats being starved in the dark while our betters, you know, become better. Unite around that and not around red or blue. Jesse Ventura, I saw a video of him talking about how he no longer support. He had the best suggestion of anyone. And he was just saying how, you know, you should turn political parties into PACs. And you're not allowed to have an R or your D next to your name when people vote. And that would help. I think that would definitely help. There's no political party. It's just a party can running. endorse you. But you are just... But you're just... You. It doesn't matter. But I agree. At the end. Um, I want to talk about something. Okay. If you want to go let Quinn out while I bring it up. Sure. Because he's... Um, are you aware... That on Netflix, there's a new Graham Hancock docuseries. I saw something about that. I'm two episodes in, man. Ooh, is it good. I love... Love it. Two episodes in. We're talking about The Flood. We're talking about Giants. He makes me so comfortable. Amanda... So, Amanda came, like, into the kitchen while I was, like, watching it. While I was, like, cleaning stuff. And... Whenever I watch something for some reason, like I'll talk to the what I'm watching. I do so. So Graham, Graham Hancock is like archaeologists look at this and they just ignore it, and I go fucking idiots. And man is like, do you just believe anything that gets told to you? And I'm like, in some sense, yes. I was like, in this case, Graham Hancock could tell me anything. He's right. Whatever, whatever the real archaeologists are saying, they're wrong. Graham, Graham Hancock is right. That's not a good way to approach it. Graham Hancock has had some legitimate rebuttals, I guess. But, like, in my opinion, I just like Graham Hancock. I think that he's done a lot of good legwork. Like, he's found things that... Dude, this document... I didn't know what... Like, if this was going to be good or not. The first two places he goes to, I've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was cool. But very highly, highly recommend so far. Cool. Very fun. Love learning um, about ancient civilizations. I pre-ordered the new Pokemon game. Comes Port, out this week. Poor Temtem. I have to get done with Temtem before Pokemon comes out. It, I'm to the point where I'm worried that this Pokemon game isn't going to be as good as Temtem. It'll be better. Well, it'll be better in the sense that it's like the it's, it's like Pokemon. Pokemon Legends, like the Arceus Arceus game, because that game is sweet in the. That it takes you out of the 2D, and Temtem is more like a traditional Pokemon game. But Temtem is really good. But the Pokemon game, I got, I went with the Violet. So if you're looking at the differences between Scarlet and Violet, I went with Violet because Violet has the. Uh, is this a brand new game? Not no remake. No, yeah, dude. No, like, is it have brand you seen new? the trailers? No. Oh my gosh, it looks amazing. The Pokemon you I get? I don't have anything to play it on. The legendary... Uh, you have a Switch here. Yeah, but I don't have a dock. They're $30 on Amazon. Is that all I need? Yes. Now I gotta buy the game. You need controllers, which you could take the controllers I have here. controllers. They're attached to the Switch. Yeah. Are you sure it's that cheap? Look at the trailer. Do I even have the cables? I think I just have a Switch. Yeah, I don't think this thing comes with the cables. Let's see. Nintendo Switch... 
You need an HDMI cable to plug it into your TV and a power cord. I don't know what the power cord is. I think it has that. Nintendo Switch dock? Yeah. Docking station? Yeah, I got the $30 one that's like... This right here? Let me see. TV dock docking station for Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Blah, 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 blah. That's not what I got. But, I mean, that one probably it's $20. works dollars Can't be right. Let me see. Hold on. This one's twenty two. This one's twenty six. This is the one I got. The twenty six dollar one. And it works. It works with mine. All right. After we are done with this podcast, we'll go look at what, see what we got. It didn't come with a power cord though. Yeah, but I think I actually do have the okay. cords. What do I need for a switch? We'll look. At it. We'll figure it out. We don't, we don't need to hash that out <laughs> on the podcast. But you should look at the trailers for because the, they put out a lot of new gameplay because it's coming out soon and there's been a lot of leaks. Looks pretty cool, but the reason why I like is it is it just gonna be like a real Pokemon game? You have to go against your rival, you go get your gym badges, and you beat the game. Because that's I what I want. I don't know what the story is. Because the like I grinded Sword and Shield, and that game wasn't like that good, but it was good enough. It was a good Pokemon game. I had fun with it. I mean, it'll be like more like Sword and Shield. But the reason why I like Temtem is because Temtem is all doubles battles, and like the battles, like after every battle, I have to go heal up because like. That's annoying. I won't like that. It's annoying in some sense, but it's more fun. Like when you get through a battle and you're like kind of clean, you can go keep going on. Like it's it's more of an endurance. Like you have to get, you're like moving through this. I don't know. Pokemon sometimes is like I'm just wiping the floor with my enemies, and it's kind of it almost feels stupid. I'm in a bad mood now. Why? I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> I got riled up. Listen, it's okay. The world is a, da- a sad place. But we're Democrats now. And everything's better. All we do is win, win, We're helping win, fight no racism what. with our na- new votes for Democrat leaders. I really think that's what gets me like so annoyed. You know what it makes me think of and makes me feel like? What? You know the Cybermen? Delete. Delete. <laughs> like I feel like he's like, like I feel like just all right. Might as well just be. They're coming for you anyway. <laughs> you might as well join. Yeah, I mean it literally is. So, so I'm glad to they be, have us surrounded. I'm glad. I actually did change my voter affiliation to Democrat. When? So I could vote in the primary. When did you do that? The last time I was at the DMV because I was. Uh, here's what happened. You know. In 2016, after Bernie, you switched to before the general election. I was an independent. Yeah. Then after Trump, before the midterms for Trump, you became a I became Republican because I wanted to vote in those primaries. Then after 2020, I went back to independent. But then I was like, well, I want to vote in the next primary because what if I could fuck around? So I chose Democrat. But now I feel like good. I'm at least people think I'm I was a Democrat. Gonna, I was gonna say I. What was our? What were these elections that just passed? These are primaries, right? No, midterm. Midterms. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think I can vote in primaries. You're probably an independent. Yeah, yeah you can't. Not in Jersey. Which is why it pays to just flip around. Not really, because I'm not voting anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, All right, man. I'm done. All right, well, that's pretty good. I want to go watch two. And the trailer for the Pokemon game. Adios.
about this. Is this working? <laughs> While we're talking about this, yes. put, look up our analytics. See if we've thrown it all. Whew. Because that is like validation for why we do the podcast. Yeah, for like real. Going back and listening to our takes and then comparing them to what actually happened. Most of the time we're wildly off. But in that one instance, there were some things we said that right now we look like ama- we look amazing. I mean, you specifically called out Tyreek Hill 1,900 yards. And potentially an MVP candidate. Which, after this week, he fell behind Tua, for sure. Yeah, Tua is now... Woo! There's now only two... Seven and three Dolphins. Depending on what happens tomorrow night in the Eagles game, like, if the Eagles look bad and Jalen Hurts sucks, the MVP race is now... It's Mahomes and Tua. That's it. Yeah. And just so you know what we're talking about, we're talking about the bet. We made a... Frankie the made bet. a bet. It will now be referred to from now on as the, the bet. bet. There's a bet that is alive. The Judge to a Parlay, as referenced in episode number, who knows, on April whatever, about the eight episode, months ago. The episode is titled, Is Anyone Out There? Released on March 28th at the 45-minute mark. How many months ago was March 28th? Um, well, there's... It's all, ten months. April 28th? Well, no, eight months. It's pretty good. I mean... Eight months later, the whole baseball season went by. Aaron Judge is essentially about to win MVP. We, I mean, we were pretty spot. I, we were pretty spot on about Aaron Judge. That was the easy one. Knew he was going to have we a historic always, season. Yeah. I knew it. The second I saw that video come out in the off season when he was talking about he was going to hit fifty again, I was like, "This guy's winning an MVP in his contract year." Boom, book it. Yeah. Easy. The not-so-easy thing was going... The conversation we have following after you're like, I'm going to make the Tua-Judge parlay, we talk about how much that parlay is, and then we talk about what Tua and Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill could essentially do. That conversation is so funny and good. It's really good. Like, it's fascinating. <laughs> but so you know got, what? But it looks good today on the day when the what Dolphins I, go 7-3. and three That and, point on the... On the uh, on the podcast where I'm scrolling and I can't find Tyreek Hill's name in the MVP candidates. He's all the way down. He's all the way down there. That's the disrespect to Tua. Yeah. They said... Tyreek's not that good. He's not that good. He's a product of Mahomes. And Tua's terrible. Tyreek... Tyreek should be taking receipts just as much as Tua's taking receipts. Yep. They're like the two... Like, I said it yesterday, by the way. Um, Dov Kleiman, he put out a tweet about... Uh, to his numbers, and you know, like they always go, look at these numbers, how good they are, and it's all because, and it not all because of this guy, and you could thank this guy, and it's a picture of Tyreek Hill. Then I agree, like Tyreek Hill has for sure helped with Tua, obviously. But what I think gets missed is I think it's not just because Tyreek is a good receiver. I think you could have taken a Stephon Diggs, a Justin Jefferson, one of these elite guys, put them on this team, and they wouldn't have the production that Tua and Tyreek are having because I legitimately think the combination of what Tua's skill sets are and what Tyreek's skill sets are creates this this duo that cannot be stopped at the moment. I would say to that, I think that, and I hope we never have to find out, knock on wood, but I think that even in the absence of Tyreek Hill, Tua can succeed because I think that 100%. even more than Tyreek Hill, what's important is the offense that's drawn up around Tua. What people don't realize more than anything about Tua's first two years in this league is that he didn't have an offense that was 
I would say he didn't first, have an offense. I would, yeah, I think you could just stop there. Yeah, like, he did not have an offense. I, would, I don't want to be disrespectful to Chan Gailey because I think the Chan Gailey offense, as designed for Ryan Fitzpatrick, in a season that was always supposed to be, it was supposed Ryan to be a developmental year all the way through. Yeah, is a good offense. So I feel like it's not fair when people just say two has never had an offense because that offense was a good offense. Yeah, it, it wasn't. wasn't a, it wasn't. It wasn't about what offense. we're talking about. But, but it was not when, built for Tua. When Tua becomes the quarterback in that offense, it's no longer the same offense. And that offense died. Like that offense was not good. And there's a reason why Tua is being benched because he didn't know how to play that offense. <laughs> And he wasn't well, supposed to be in. There. If you're a fan of football, and if you and if you have been a fan of football, and you know who Ryan Fitzpatrick is, uh, you know his skill sets are not even close to what Tua's skill sets are. They're different people. Fitzpatrick is not a quick read, quick decision making, accurate on time throws. And he's and you don't want Tua taking the hits of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Was no. And now. The next year, the two offensive coordinator situation, we were saying going into that season, well, hey, this this might be stupid. Like, we don't know if this is going to work. It's like no one's ever tried this <laughs> tactic. Good luck. But that was because you couldn't actually hire a real offensive coordinator. Because the team was on the verge of implosion. Yeah. Which it did. It added a team imploded. Like, I know the end product looks good because they ended with a winning record that by some... I don't know how they did that. Sheer you know miracle. How? It was the players. It was two yeah, it was the pride of the like, play. It was like Tua. Tua's that good. Yeah. But that team was falling apart. Um, this year, Mike McDaniel's offense, what he's designed and what he's drawn up for Tua has been remarkable. Night so and day good. difference. And it highlights all it's of so Tua's good. best yeah. attributes as a quarterback. And it puts Tua in position to succeed. Like, just the way that they block the plays in front of Tua and the pocket they create for Tua and the lanes for Tua to see the ball, that's by design. I was going to say, what you just said is the key. The pockets they create for Tua. There are plenty of times where Tua is dropping back in a normal pocket and he's getting time. But there are tons of times during every single game where they are rolling him out naked and it's just, well, you don't need a pocket anymore. You're clean. You have have all the time in the world now to, to find a guy. And... Not for nothing. Tua doesn't take time to find guys. I mean, he is a read and go. And he's it is awesome. I can't wait to watch the. I'm, I'm going to go in there and watch the. Oh, game. we have to watch that. Yeah, we're going to watch the second half of the game, and I can't wait to watch him play that. Like just watch him play football right now. And that's what I was saying to you. In he's the car. playing at such a high level. We've never wavered on Tua. I've said no. a few times since the end of last season that you're, they might move away from Tua, but that wasn't because I didn't. Think I'll he could defend do it. you. The only times you you've said that has only been. Due to injury, it has not been because of play, and not because like I want to move on as much as like I just am saying where the franchise yes. is probably going to want to go, depending on yeah, certain yeah, things. Yeah. Okay, so I've never once wavered on anything. Yes, but what we were saying in the car is the conversation used to be like two is actually good, but that's not the conversation anymore. Two, the conversation I'm having as a fan of this team who's watched it my whole life is is two of the best quarterback I've ever seen, and I do include. Demarino, Arab. Well, how old? How old are you? How old are you? I'm twenty. I'm wow. I'm thirty two. You wish you I was going to say twenty two. Yeah, you wish. Are you thirty two? Thirty two. How old were you when you first started watching Dolphins football? Like probably eight. Okay. Demarino's playing, but but like I wasn't watching week week in week out. But when they were on, like I watched Dolphins football. Yeah, I knew who Demarino was. Of course you did. But like since then, two was the guy. Yo, yeah, there's no one better. There's no one even close. Well, the conversation now is that. It's like, is Tua better? Because Chad Pennington had a good season. But no, this is Tua. Tua is a good. Tua's, 
Yeah. What two is doing right now is makes it look like Did week in, week out now he's yes. just gonna put up three hundred yards and three touchdowns? Yeah. Like, that's that's sick. Like we don't have to punt anymore. Like we just, <laughs> <laughs> we just don't punt. When it, we just found a running game, so that's only going to open up more opportunities for Tua. So, so yeah, it's like the conversation that the national media is going to have about is he the MVP or is he this or is he that. Like we had this bet that we're talking about. The we, bet. You can go back, listen to that episode. It's at the, around the 45 minute mark. It's really funny, but listening to it, it's just makes you think. Like it's not that hard to see how good. He is as a player. Well, if you remember, we could go back. I could go back a full year on the podcast and yeah. do the preseason before his second year, where I talked on the podcast about putting in a wager for two to win MVP. Yeah, because that's how much love and faith I have in this kid. And at the end of the day, he's a kid. He's twenty four years old. It's like yeah, he's got a lot of football ahead of him if he just doesn't die. Just stay healthy, dude. Um, but I mean, even when people were saying he sucks. I didn't understand it because I watched him every week and I say, he doesn't suck. He's pretty good. Like at any point in any game you've ever watched him play, there's like these moments where you're like, he's got it. All right. Maybe the consistency was an issue and every pick he's ever thrown. Like he's only thrown in his career, maybe like five picks. And I'm like, ah, that's a, those are like bad. A lot of them are just like, eh. You know, wish you could have that one back. Like, maybe just overthrew a guy. Even and this a- year, a lot of them have just been, like, tipped in the air. You're like, oh, well, two of them, I think, were tipped in the air. One. Dude, two of them were in the same game. Yeah. And in 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 both of them in the Ravens game were, like, just ones that you were, like, one was, like, ah, that's okay. The other one was, like, well, that's just you being an idiot. Like, you didn't have to do that, trying to do too much. I don't even know what the other one. I don't even know what the third one is. I think it was to Waddle that it went off his hand. I'm pretty sure. The Bills? Bills game, maybe? No. It wasn't the Bengals, was it? The Bengals game? Did he throw a pick in the Bengals game before? I don't... No. no. Yeah, no, it's what it is. It's the Bengals game. Before he got hurt. So, I mean, kid's good. He's cooking. We have a bet on the line. Frankie is a bet, really. Um, That's... I tell you what, every week it's just getting more and more real. Would... I can't believe I haven't gotten a cash out off. $50 to pay out $30,000. Like, I feel like the... Like, the algorithm doesn't even know that I have this wager placed. Like, no one has, hasn't even come up in their, like, engine. I can't believe, if you listen to that conversation, we go over the odds that everyone had, and they were giving you Aaron Judge. The, the Aaron, Aaron Judge, Judge plus, steal. Aaron Judge was plus 2,200, which is so ridiculous, considering after the month of April, do you know what Aaron Judge's MVP odds were? What? Like, minus 350. Yeah, and then they never like- got higher than, like, minus 150. Yeah, he was always going to win it after that. But he was always good. Like, it was obvious he was going to be MVP. And then, too, uh, we've always said, all he has to do is stay healthy, he'll be MVP. And by obvious, don't forget, like, we're saying he was, it was obvious, but that was before the season started. Well, we're talk- you're talking to two people who said that Aaron Judge would definitely hit break Roger Maris' home run record someday. We talked about <laughs> Aaron Judge going back before Aaron Judge existed in terms of, like, a major leaguer when he was a prospect. And this was before prospects were as watched as they are now. I'll never forget. I got into the car. Me and you were going to the fields. We were going to the, the fields in Brick. And we were talking about the Yankees. We were talking about the prospects. And you said, hey, there's this kid going to probably come up next year or the year after. And it wound up being the year after. It was two years. So this was had to be 20. 
He made his debut in 2016. So this is 2014 we're having this conversation. And you're like, his name's Aaron Judge. This big guy. Just ton of ton of power. So like, oh, okay. Then he comes up as a rookie, and we both were like, do you think we're going to talk to our kids in a way about him as like a Ruthian figure? Just like mythical. You yeah, know. But to be fair, at the time we were saying him and Gary. Yeah. Well, Gary was awesome. Yes. I hope he comes back someday. I it's so crazy how much I remember from Gary's two month. I can't wait for a team to finally realize that they could just take away the catching responsibility and make him a full time DH and just tell him to commit to hitting bombs. Just let him mash. Someone's got to do that. Well, I don't know why Minnesota has him. He could be a two sixty hitter. I fully. Firm, but I he could be that. so much more. I believe. In I him. think he could be like a two eighty hitter. To be honest, but I don't know. He's shown he hasn't shown that, but he could. I believe the 2016 run he went on is actually calling him. it now. Next year, Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez MVP. <laughs> That's the bet. Oh, actually, I do have my MVP parlay for next year already. Okay. All right. I already know who I want in the NFL MVP for next year. Okay. I want Justin Fields. He's the best athlete I've ever watched in He's my life. Running wild. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. The Dolphins are seven and three. Yes. They're first place in the AFC East. I'm happy. So if the Dolphins win out, they get the one seed. Assuming that the Chiefs get another loss at some point. But I'm saying if if the Dolphins win out, I'm pretty confident too would be the MVP in that scenario. Oh yeah, I mean, like I know Mahomes is having a good year, but I don't think he's having a better year than two right now. No, he's not. Not statistically. No, I don't think so. so I think like, he's got. He might have a couple more touchdowns. But so that would be cool. I mean, I would. I would but we're like talking to, about like the best quarterback in football in Tua. So like, that's the level Tua is playing right now. You have to take that the bet winnings and. Oh uh, uh, no, Tua. Mm. Old Patty had him. He has three games on two, though. Dude, Patrick Mahomes might be the MVP. There might It might just be like there's nothing you could really do about it. Patrick Mahomes threw for 330, four touchdowns, and a pick today. It's pretty good. It's a pick, though. What's his quarterback rating? He throws a pick every week. He's got seven picks this year. But he's got 25 touchdowns. That's a lot. What's his quarterback rating, though? On the year? Mm-hmm. 106.1. What's two is? 118. It's much better. Yards per game would be interesting. We just need, like, a bad stretch from Mahomes. Like, like two games in a row where he's just, like, not great. He's stinky, Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I just don't know if that's possible. You know what would be nice? If we had the Chiefs on our schedule. And Tua could beat him. That would be, like, that'd be like an MVP game. No, I, I honestly believe that. Look, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football right now. But I honestly believe that in the... If Tua keeps it up and the Dolphins went out, I just think that between the two, he would win. Yeah, I think so. Like The story is there. Mahomes has got it a few times already. Just the narrative would build behind Tua to the point where... 100%. Think about how much they talk about the Dolphins and Tua when we're bad. Like, if, if we're good, they're going to If the Chiefs it. pick up another L somewhere, or two, and like the Dolphins went out, when I was talking about like Tua just led the Dolphins to the one seed... In a division with the Bills and the Pats? I don't know. Listen, I'm just going to keep 
gonna keep uh keep dreaming. I also do have the solo Aaron Judge bet that will also cash. Because I did do a separate bet on Judge to an MVP because the odds were just too good. And I was like, well, I don't want to lose out on the Judge MVP because of Tua. Yeah. So I was like, I'll bet him separately too. Easy money. You should have hedged with that Plus 2,200. Yeah, the Tyreek MVP or Tyreek offensive player. Do you think Tyreek player? will end up with more, well, most all-time receiving yards? He has the extra game to do it. Today hurts it. So we'll see what happens next week. I would say... I would say he's not going to get it just because I think it's... I think he's going to get 2,000. I think it's such a high bar. I think he's going to break Johnson's 16-game record. Like, I think in 16 games he'll have more than Johnson. Because I think he's still going to have a game that's coming up at some point. He's going to have a 200-yard game. I believe that. I think he could have a 300-yard game. That's ridiculous. Like, there might be a game in there where... Tua throws for like 450 and Tyreek is 300 of those And it's yards. just like three <laughs> deep. Go- I think there could be, that could be in there. Dude, it could be like the out of the bye against the Texans. 15 catches for 310 or something. It's like, like, what the hell? The problem I'm seeing with it in what I struggle with is like, we play some good teams. Yeah, we have a lot of good defenses on it. Like, today, like today was a pretty good defense coming in. Like, you have play the Texans, they're bad. So hopefully you can put up some numbers there. But then you're playing the Niners, the Chargers, the Bills, the Packers, whose defense shouldn't be bad, the Patriots, and the Jets. Like, none of those teams are pushovers. So it's going to I think it's going to be hard. I think the odds are stacked against them. Even if he had a great performance today, I just think it's like, you have to do it all year long. Yeah. So, like, this week hurts him a little bit. If he has a great game next week, we'll see, but... All right, should we record the podcast? Yeah. God, the Packers are bad. They lose? No, they're losing, though. Nice. I want I want them to get a couple wins before we play them. I don't. Let them be a bottom feeder. Yeah. 